There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. It's a good way to start things out. <laughs> what was it? I don't know. For some reason, the next spot, uh, the next spot so block fired off just out of nowhere. So. Oh, my God. I'm yeah. dying. You know, I had right, an gonna, awful I'm dream about this last you. night. Oh, I'm uh, terrible. Like, this is going to be the first thing that happened. So I, I, I'm so sorry that I am the one that brought it to fruition. I apologize. So funny. No, no. It started with Brittany. She <laughs> fell apart on me early. I laugh so hard, and I'm, like, fighting this cold. I'm fighting for my goddamn life over here. And I snotted all over my computer. That <laughs> oh, yeehaw Jesus. gets me so good. Yeehaw! What was that? There's a cowboy coming to town, or I imagine it's got to be something for like a uh, you know a, a, they're probably trying to sell you gutters. So that's how oh, they start out every yeah. So funny! Mm-hmm. I love that as our intro. It might just have to be our intro. Uh, let's not have it as our intro because I wouldn't even listen if my own show started with yeehaw. I love morning. it. It's just so out. It's so out of character. Where I always think Toby think Tom does yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, and it makes although, me like pee a little. Although my mother was a huge country fan, she loved uh, you know, like Glenn Miller and country music. That's what she liked. <laughs> so I used to hear it a lot. She, but I mean, she was like your crooner country yeah. recipe, like that. What was his name? Eddie Arnold, I think was his name, and she liked the crooners. I know that. That's She's not like whatever. bro country. No. Oh, go ahead and wait a minute. What does that mean? I, I will though. That's an actual song, you know. Go mm. ahead and wait a minute. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> okay. Which we don't really understand. Done. But, uh yeah, it's uh it's uh, it's okay. You guys can just go ahead and pat me on the back. I nailed it. Uh, I know I nailed it, and it's gonna be uh it's only hundred and fifty nine more games to go, and uh, my prediction will come true. Before the season started, Rudy, you were out of town. We're going to talk about Disney World with you, by the way, because mm-hmm. I haven't talked to you about this yet. Sure. But while you were gone, I predicted before the season started, a la 1987, first time I ever did it was all those years ago, when before the season started, I predicted the Twins would win the World Series, and then they did. Now, I'm not quite yet predicting they're going to win the World Series, but this team is a lot better than people think it is. I will tell you that. There are a couple of weak spots, but... I mean, look at this show. It's got weak spot. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I, I'm not going to answer this. I refuse <laughs> to acknowledge this comment. I was talking about Chris Eggert's not going to show up all week. That's stiff. Yeah. 
Where's he going? I don't know. He's very vague. Makes you seem like, what kind of vacation are you going on, sir? Mm, yeah, he's very st- like stonemason-y. Yeah. I just see Is him he? with his cloaks, and then he leaves for a week, and then comes back, and he's all refreshed and rejuvenated. I'm like, were you on Epstein's Island? What were you doing down yeah. there, bud? Yeah. Where were you? Yeah. Hanging out, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I know. So we, uh, Chris Eggert will not be on this week, so we're going to track down. We're going we're to take volunteers from news departments across the United <laughs> States, call in and do the, uh, the five news reports right in the middle of that 8 o'clock hour. Mm-hmm. But I love working with Chris Eggert. He's just a really great guy. But, you know, it's, like I said, maybe we'll talk to Frankie about it, Don Shelby, see if they want to call in. Nobody has to come in. You can just call in. It's not that big a deal, but... Um, who else would you? Is there one news person in town you'd really like to hear on the show that, that you, the two of you, you just think, well, I wonder if we should reach out? Is there anybody like that? You know who I love chatting with on the air, and it's been so long since I've seen him. I love Dave Dahl. Such a nice guy. Dave Dahl's a great guy. Great, great dude. Guy. Yeah. yeah. Can we get Boom Goes the Dynamite Kid? I wonder where he's at. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I loved him. Yeah. And Boom Goes the Dynamite. Mm hmm. There's got to be somebody around that uh, I'm surprised that you haven't reached out to Janice Shortall yet, Brittany. Oh, I should. <laughs> oh, yes. That would be beyond. <laughs> Is she the one on Bring Me the News? She's, yeah, she does the, like, the 4 p.m., what do you call it, like the, the Care 11 hard-hitting. We're a different oh, okay. kind of news source. I can't remember what it's called. but I met her once, and she was very pleasant. I know that. Wow. No? No, Rudy, and they have a, a feud that she is unaware that is going on. Oh. <laughs> well, now that's going to be a problem right there. <laughs> you know what's funny about this? I hear this, oh, you're not guys. You know, he, he likes to chirp about you, blah, blah, blah. And every time when I meet the people, they're very nice to me. What is that? Are they just lying to me so I don't, like, kick them in the nuts? Or what? what what's the problem? Maybe your expectations are lowered, so it's... Oh, that could be. I had heard some terrible things about Frank Vassalero, which was funny. Horrible. Whoa. Horrible. Like, te- like awful really? things. And then when he came in here, I was like, this guy is such a mensch. He's the nicest person I've ever met. And, of all time. Yeah. And then yep. he had said on the air with us, he said, yeah, I, I may have been a little difficult to work with when I was younger, but I think I've gotten to a point in my career where I want to help people and not make me the star all the time. And then it, it clicked like, oh, now I see. He oh. he was a guy who was trying to get ahead, and people mm-hmm. thought of that as like his him being motivated was him being a dick. And that's not the case. He's a really nice guy, but he had to like you know have some openings and some learning moments in yeah. his career. And I went, oh, now it makes sense. But I have wow. He I was blown away when I met him about how nice of a guy he is he's so nice yeah, yeah and I, I've only met him with Tom I'm only hanging out with him Tom so it's like he's always just been so nice we have used to have dinners we don't have any more unfortunately but uh it would be you know Frank and Amelia would be the there Tino and Michelle Lettieri Louie Nanny's daughter and son-in-law would be there Vince and Lisa Flynn would come to the dinners I mean we, there were about Ten of us usually having dinner. We do it about once every couple of months. My guy, and you know what's so sad about that is since Vince died, we just stopped doing it. We lost one of the teammates, and and we just stopped doing it. But don't you love? Do you you must have people you get together with for dinner once in a while, two three couples or whatever, and just have a ball. Yeah, we get together with our neighbors constantly. Gold, yeah, the Goldens. Yeah. yeah, so there are. But um, wait a minute. It's not Richard Golden, is it? No, it's Priscilla oh. and Brian. 
because Richard is a very dear friend of mine. He's a great guy. Anyway, moving on to other Goldens. Other Goldens. <laughs> Your neighbor. Oh, yeah, Priscilla and Brian. We Jesus, hang out with them. Nice, nice attention span. <laughs> no, I, was, I thought you were going to tell Ooh. us another Golden. I was, like, in shock. I was like, how many Goldens do you know? Golden Graham. Oh, there you go. Um, but, yeah, we hang out with them. Like, we hung out with them on Saturday. They come over. Like, it's, it's we live in a cul-de-sac. It's very, but um, I would hope if we ever moved away, we'd still hang out just because we see them constantly. Rudy, do you guys have, like, go-to couples? I hang out with my sister and brother-in-law quite a bit. Our neighbors, who we are pretty tight with, just moved out, but we also um, still hang with them. It's weird. I don't have a lot of friends. Not, And I have a lot of acquaintances, yeah. but not people that I kick it with all the time. You know, like, even in comedy, usually you have one or two people that you roll tight with. I don't, yeah. even, mm-hmm. I don't really have that. Oh. I, I don't really? Know. No, not really. I just, I don't know. Maybe I just kind of aged out. And I think some of the guys that, I don't know, I also kind of like being alone. I'm, I just, you know, when I drive, especially for being on the road, like I was in Chicago last week on that Thursday night, mm-hmm. I drove five and a half hours in silence, yeah. just in the car oh, by God. myself. And I just, I love having that, that time to myself. So, yeah. Did you follow Uncle Tom's lead and go to Gene and Giorgetti when you were there? You know, I didn't have enough time. Uh, I, I, I had it on the list. I had it on the list. Unfortunately, we did not have enough time. But, um, yeah, um, exquisite place. I, I know you've talked highly about it. So it's yep. on the list. I think I'm going to be back there by the end of the year. So hopefully I can make it. So I'm right on Franklin in Chicago. Uh, I, I, um, I've been going there since, uh, Jesus, I suppose 40 years now, something like that. But it's it's very very nice, but it's got that neighborhood feel to it too, which I really like. Mm-hmm. You know, like you ever been to? You've been in the north end of Boston. You ever been there? I have actually. It's kind of like that then, mm-hmm. so you know what I'm talking about. It, it you go in. <laughs> One thing I love about the north end, Brittany. You ever been there? No, nope. This is the truth, and you can ask Rudy if this is not the truth. You go in, you order dinner, they bring your food, and 45 minutes later, you're gone. <laughs> I mean, oh. they turn some tables, baby. Yeah, there's no there's no extra cup of coffee. Do you guys want dessert? You know, there's no drop in the check. Pay me when you're ready. It's, no. uh, here's your check. I'll meet you at the front counter. We need this. <laughs> we need this table mm-hmm. right now. I love that, though. I'm not mad at that. Oh, yeah. No, not at all. I love the moves. We literally ate. I, th- I think we ate in 52 minutes from beginning, from sitting down to getting up. It took 52 minutes. <laughs> what was it? Now I am. I love it. A lot of great places like that. That's one thing, I, you know, very, very few places in America that I've traveled to that I didn't like. Matter of fact, there's only one or two, I think, um, looking back. And I don't even know if it's one or two anymore. I might have adjusted. You know what I mean? Yeah, what were the cities? I'm not a big fan of Houston. Hmm, really? Why is that? I, I, their freeway system sucks, first okay. of all. Oh. I don't know. You know, looking back now, it's, it was probably something. I ran into a couple of people who were a pain in the ass, and I blamed the entire city. You know, you could do that. <laughs> you can easily do that, as I can, right. too. I mean, it doesn't take much. Right. You know, that's the deal there. But you know what? I should probably go back down there. Now, San Antonio, I loved San Antonio. San Antonio great is so fun. Yep, it is. And I looked at it and went, that's the Alamo? Most people's garages are bigger than the Alamo for Christ. Did you, did you visit the Alamo? Quite forgettable. Really? Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Sad. Very, very sad. Yeah. Hmm. I was trying to think, who is the guy that played for the San Antonio Spurs? David uh, Robinson. Center. David Robinson, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I went golfing with my friend Fitz down there, and, and he pointed out David Robinson's house on the golf course. 
To get on the golf course, you have to go through a gate. To get into David Robinson's neighborhood, you have to go through another gate. And to get to his house, you have to go through a third and fourth gate. <laughs> it's like, Jesus. Well, it's probably, probably, he was a huge star back in the day. People loved him. Yeah, I would put him up there on notoriety. I mean, he was along the Barclays and Jordans and guys yeah. that were so recognizable. They almost transcend sports. Yep, it's mm-hmm. true. Loved watching him play, no question about it. Now, before I do uh, talk a little bit about the news and the, you know, the whole deal, I'd like to point out that I tuned in yesterday to watch my Minnesota Twins, who are now undefeated after three games, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, you're just kind of doing your job. You go forward. You're trying to follow through and all this stuff. So I just think they're going undefeated this year. What do you think? 162-0. and 0. I mean, That's it. you know, listen, I'm not a, I don't want to be a naysayer. It's a lot of games. But, you know, Tommy B., when you're right, you're right. Yeah, That's you, it. You've called it a lot. I mean, I can't believe you don't have a crystal ball in a shop over in New Hope where you do, like, palm readings and stuff because <laughs> – by the way, it would be a new hope if I had one. There it you would. go. That'd be a new bit on the show. Have Tom, have Tom read your poem. Oh, I love it. Oh, no. Yeah, we're making that oh, happen. Oh, no, that's terrifying. Call, call in and Tom will read your future. I love it. I think it's a great plan. I don't know if there's any getting around it. Um, here's the problem I had with watching the uh, the Twins game yesterday. I love the game. Twins won again, ladies and gentlemen. Um but I'm watching the game, and the game starts, and I look out, and people are sitting out in the stands in short sleeve shirts on April 2nd, okay? It was 73 degrees and sunny in Kansas City yesterday. I mean, isn't it, what is that, like 400 miles away, maybe 400 miles, or that's about right, isn't it? Yeah, it's not that far of a drive. I think it's like six hours, five hours, somewhere in there. It's not bad, but it, it is crazy how just a little Jesus. bit the south and boom. Yeah. It's, it's so hot. It's insane. Like, yeah. we, I, was, I had a show in <laughs> Iowa on Friday night. I got there. There's no snow. None. That's yeah. so it was, weird. It was three miles over the border. There's nothing there. It's all just, you know, brown grass and corn stalks. That's wild. Were you down by, um, oh, what the hell is that town on the border against? It's where they used to make Winnebago's. Maybe they still do make Winnebago's there. Forest City? Is that what it is? Mm, I don't know. I had a gig in Lake Mills is where I was at. And it's right on the border, Minnesota and Iowa? Yeah, it's probably about, I don't know, maybe 11 miles in. It's not too oh, far okay. over yet. It's pretty close. It's a very, very nice area down there. I used to go down, uh, do a lot, when I was at Capitol Records, spend a lot of time in Des Moines. And I love Des Moines, by the way. Another great place. All of those cities down in Iowa, Nebraska, Wisconsin, uh, there's so many damn nice places. Like, have you ever been in Dubuque, Iowa? Mm-mm. Yeah. Most people haven't. It's a hell of a lot nicer than most people would think it is. First of all, the view from the lake is incredible. You ever been on a, on a boat looking back at Dubuque? I haven't. Just driven through it once. Oh, man. A lot of great places. You know, you, we go to the Duluth and Brainerd's and all the rest of it. St. Cloud, of course. You go out west. Uh, a lot of great places to travel in the Midwest. In the five-state area, basically. Right? Yeah. It's, yeah, there's, it's always surprising. You know, I grew up being told that we have to hate Wisconsin. And then, of course, <laughs> you know, our family bought a cabin there because it's beautiful. <laughs> it's beyond it beautiful. You're absolutely right. The Wisconsinites are, are good people. I used to go with Jeff Warner all the time, you know, Warner Stallion. Yeah. He and I used to go play golf in New Richmond all the time. God, was that fun. That was, man, that was a lot of fun. 
Jeff, if you're listening, get off your... Uh, by the way, Jeff, thank you. I did hear something that uh, Jeff Warner, you guys will like to hear this. You know Warner Stallion, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've known Jeff for, Christ, 40 years probably. But, um, and by the way, hanging out with Jeff back in the days when, when he and I used to imbibe, get out of the way. Is is he, did he, was he in a band? I don't think so. Or play a guitar? Okay, never mind. Maybe his brother did. Yeah, I think like maybe. maybe it was his brother who did then. But yeah, we go over there and play golf in that whole area, New Richmond, that, that entire area over there is just gorgeous. Yeah. Love that place. Isn't that wonderful? Yes. So yeah, 73 and sunny in Kansas City uh, yesterday, and people are in short sleeve shirts watching baseball. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. Twins travel now uh, tonight to Miami. They got a few games in Miami. They have two, I don't know if they have three or four. I didn't even check that yet. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself watching my Minnesota Twins. I'm actually in that area today. I'm in the Miami area, so I'm going to go to the game tonight. Oh, that's so fun. I wonder if I should reach out to Dick Bremer and go, Dick, I'm in the sta- stadium. Come by and see me. Just get off the air and come over and sit down with me for a couple minutes. Well, we what are, do you think? We are talking to the GM today. Uh, Tad Levine. Uh, mm-hmm. Tad Levine's on with us? Yep. I think he understands that we called it before the season even started. As Rudy already said, 162. That's all we're saying. That's all we're saying. You know, I used to feel bad for people in Minnesota with their sports. They were like, oh, I'm always let down. But now I'm kind of seeing that, no, you guys are just idiots. You guys are just too excitable. And I go, no No, wonder you're let down. Your expectations are insane. No. No, no. This is like, I'm a seer. I put on my turban. <laughs> a seer. <laughs> I, I haven't heard that one in a while. A seer. Yes, I'm a seer. I know this happened while I was gone, but uh, props to AJ for shooting this over to me. There it is. The yeah. light, happy music, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, let's listen to this for a... Turn it up a little bit, will you? Uh, <laughs> the twins are undefeated. Da, 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 da. Take that home with you, you <laughs> bastards. <laughs> I am very excited about this team, man. Uh, uh, there are a couple of couple of weaknesses, like on every team. There's no question about it. But um, I'm very, very impressed so far. Their pitching is a hell of a lot better than it was. Their defense is good. Um, first three games, I'm having a ball. So I'm, I'm, I haven't predicted they're going to win the World Series yet, but it might be right around <laughs> the damn corner. <laughs> oh my God. What? I'm just, I just, I see heartbreak ahead, and I. No. I'm, I'm just ready to pass out the tissues. <laughs> you know what else happened? <laughs> Start crying on the air. Thanks so much for that. All right, here's the deal. So it's 73 and sunny in Kansas City, but it's mostly cloudy and 44 for a high in uh, Minnesota later on today, Minneapolis-St. Paul. So that's not too bad, 44 and cloudy. Tonight, cloudy, some light snow after midnight. A dusting is possible with a low of 32. On Tuesday, any morning mix will change to rain and possibly a few th- thunderstorms. Only in Minnesota do you go from freezing your ass off to mostly cloudy to thunderstorms. Heaviest snow ever. <laughs> it's yeah. insane right now. It's so, it is like weight lifting. Try to go out there and lift up some snow. It's crazy. I love all the Scandinavians. Oh, home, sweet home. Yeah. They love that stuff. Reminds them of Sweden, <laughs> I guess, or whatever. I guess. Well, that's why they settled. That's why Scandinavians settled in Minnesota, because it reminded them of the homeland, I'll right? I'll never forgive them. Never. 
Okay, so 44 cloudy today, 32 tonight. Then uh, Tuesday, any morning uh, mix will change to rain, possibly a few thunderstorms, a high of 41. Tomorrow on Wednesday, very windy, turning colder with any uh, any rain briefly changing to snow showers. Jesus, Wednesday is going to be windy as hell with a high of 37. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that, sir. It's April. It was brutal being down in Florida for, you know, 90 degrees, 94, 97. And you're watching everything unfold back here going, oh, we're supposed to get uh, nine inches of heavy, wet snow the day we land. Awesome. Why do we why do we live here again? Okay, what we're going to do is at 8 o'clock, our special guest is going to be Rudy Pavich talking about going to Disney World. Because I do want to talk to you about this. I want to hear all about it. Yep, we're going to hear all about it. So it's partly cloudy, 32 right now, 44, mostly cloudy later on today. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. we got Bob Sansevier. we got Kristen Burt. At 8 o'clock, our very special guest, Rudy, even though he works here, he's still our very special guest, talk about one of my favorite places on earth. Although I will tell you this as kind of a prelude to it all, and you're going to have to own up to this one. So we took the family, went down to Disney World uh, first, first week of March, a month ago. First week in March. I got my uh, credit card bill, and I said, Catherine, did we buy another house? What the? (laughs) Holy God, did we piss away money down there. Mm -hmm. You can burn through some cash down at Disney World, baby. Yeah, Rudy was Mm -hmm. like, hey, you know that snow you were talking about? Can I shovel that for you? He's just kind of trying to do extra work around the office. Good call. Mm -hmm. My favorite... And I know we got to get going here, but my favorite still is four-year-old Sage. He's on the mining train. That's that train that goes very fast and banks literally 90 degrees. So you are laying sideways in that car. And I'm sitting in the car right by me. He's riding with his dad, Dan, my son-in-law. And as the thing picks up speed and takes that first huge turn, and it's a sweeping, you're literally laying on your left side while it's turning, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I hear this four-year-old voice go, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. I wonder who he's hanging out with, Tom. Aunt Brittany. Oh, yeah. Maybe Bop Bop had something to do with that. <laughs> Bop Bop might have. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's so great in little kids when they do stuff like that. I love that when little kids do that stuff. All right, I know we got to get moving. Sorry. Right now, my pillow has a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Listeners continually make the my slippers the number one selling my pillow product, and I have a feeling you want to stock up now when you hear this offer. When you use my promo code Tom, you'll get the all-season slippers for twenty-five bucks, regularly one hundred forty-nine ninety-eight. Yes, that is one hundred and twenty dollars over one hundred twenty bucks in savings. Limited to ten pairs at checkout. These will sell out. Trust me. My slippers have an exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra-comfortable, extremely durable. They help relieve stress on your feet, and you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They also come in a ton of additional sizes, all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Square, grab a pair of all-season slippers for $25, regularly priced at $149.98. Uh, limited to 10 pairs of checkout, of course. Enter promo code TOM for this incredible offer. And again, I still, I keep running into people. I said, so you use promo code? And they said, no, I don't use promo codes. I'm like, you got to use the promo code, man. First of all, you save a lot of money, and then they know that where you heard it. So use the promo code. Get off your ass, is what I'm telling you. 
and a promo code Tom for this incredible offer. They won't last long, so order now. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant. The latest statistics are out for 2022, and although 48 states, including Minnesota, have texting and driving laws in place, many American drivers still take part in this dangerous practice daily. According to the National Safety Council, cell phone use while driving led to 1.6 million crashes and nearly 309,000 injuries occur each year from accidents caused by texting while driving. Scariest of all, over 3,000 deaths are caused by texting and driving. And these are only the numbers that have been verified. Who knows how many more there actually were? The bottom line is this. In Minnesota, we have the hands-free law in place for a reason. To keep you and those around you safe. The simple solution is please don't text and drive. It's against the law. By practicing safe driving habits, you can break the cycle of distracted driving. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here. You might not know this about me and about my family, but we're kind of Nissan strong. I say that because I own a Nissan Altima from Walzer Nissan. I love it. My son Andy owns a Nissan Rogue Sport from Walzer Nissan. And my daughter-in-law, Melissa, yup, you guessed it, drives a Nissan Kicks. And Cart's grandson, Ethan, safely around town, also purchased at Walzer Nissan. You want to know who else is Nissan strong in the Twin Cities? Walzer Nissan and their trifecta of stores. Down south, GM Dan Resch at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville. West of the Metro, just off Highway 12 and Wyzetta Boulevard, is Casey Novotny's Walzer Nissan Wyzetta. And in Coon Rapids' north side of Highway 10 and around Lake Boulevard, Jay Buck runs the show at this Nissan store. Nissan strong and loyal like me and my family. Even if you're just Nissan curious, go to walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. Walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. I'm due for an oil change. Maybe I'll see you there. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, I just had a thought while we were in break. And I do like the fact, see if we can get Frankie Vassalero to do uh, to fill in for Chris Eckert one day because he's on vacation this week. Have uh, Frankie come on if he'll do it. Don Shelby another day. You know, he'd also be great because he's in the Eastern Time Zone. Mm. So it wouldn't be till like uh, 9.15. We should get Jeff Passolt. Oh, that'd be super fun. Former news anchor over at the number nine, sports guy at number eleven, and we should we get Pass on one day too. That'd be great. That'd be a blast. Pass is such a good. You know Pass Holt really well. No, not. I mean, I worked with him with you and mm-hmm. him, and um, I always loved. And we would go to his uh, the five K put together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's just he's just fun. He's uh, great guy. Yeah, I like working with him. I hate working with Bob Sansevier, but Bob Sansevier Sports is brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyer seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Ladies and gentlemen, the lovely and talented Bob Sansevier. Say, Annie. Yes, sir. Hey, I already see that you have them at 162-0. and 0. Yeah, 162-0, and 0, brother. Did you know, and I'm sure you did because you're on top of this, but for those who don't, they had never until... Uh, the last uh, couple of days ago, had never opened with back-to-back shutouts, going back to when the team was the Washington Senators. And then... Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Frickin' Joe Ryan ruined it by giving up a run in six innings. They had... The starting pitchers had the perfect ERA. Now, he's damaged that ERA. <laughs> he damaged six it. Six innings, one earned run. The first three starters they've had have been terrific. They have, Bob. I'm telling you, I'm having so much fun watching those games. They're hitting the ball. They got some talent on that team, and I don't know who didn't see that going in. 
Now, look, I, you know, I, I obviously always think they're going to go one sixty two and zero before the season starts. But you open up, and Kansas City's not a very good team. They got some talent again, yeah. though, right? Perfect team to open against. Yeah, yeah, they are. So I'm just very, very excited. My twins are back. Dick Bremer, Justin Morneau doing the games. I mean, you got Timmy Lauder doing the pregame. I'm in heaven, baby. Well, there's a couple of things that you should be happy about or excited about. One, see, I wondered if Byron Buxton would suffer, and it's only three games, but if he'd suffer at the plate, being a DH and not being in the field, they should never take him out of DH because the chances of getting hurt (laughs) are greatly reduced. But, I mean, two for four yesterday, he's batting 462 in three games. Jesus, he's he's hitting the ball there, no doubt about it. Look. Gallo, Joey Gallo, who was terrible Mm -hmm. with the Yankees, he had a couple of home runs yesterday, including a three-run shot. So, guys who you didn't know. I mean, Gallo, he was a mystery of how he would play. And, again, it's only mm-hmm. three games, but it could turn today. So, you better be, let's get excited about what they've done. And, by the way, three games, then they come back for the home opener against Houston on Thursday. That's on Thursday, yeah. I'm, matter yeah. of fact, I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the Miami area right now, Bob, so I'm going to go to the game tonight. I heard that. Looking forward to it, Pally. Yep. And now, what kind of weather is there down there? I mean, is it in the 80s, or what will you hit? Uh, it says it's going to be 83 and sunny. And by the 84 way, is, Rudy, 84 and sunny. Rudy was talking about how terrible it was down there because he was had 80, 90-degree weather, and he had to come back to this. Just be happy you got a break. <laughs> well, that's the problem is that I have to come back to it. If, listen, I don't mind like taking like that that right in the middle January leave of absence, but when it's the, the tail end, when you think you're just on the outskirts of it, winter decides to come back and hit you with you know another left hook, and you're like, I thought we were out of this. That's the part that gets me. Mm-hmm. We're never out of it. June twentieth. Every year, I tell people <laughs> that's it's June about 20th. it. It is. It's true. It's June twentieth every year. Yeah, it's it's horrible. But anyway, your twins, let's get excited about them. Woohoo. And I'm gonna get to the final four stuff in the Masters, <laughs> oh but okay. did you see what the Wolves did? Lost? Gee, that'd be well, a shock. Not only lost, it was the largest upset in thirty years. The Portland Trailblazers were nineteen and a half point underdogs, missing four starters, had lost eleven of twelve games heading into the game with the Wolves, and they still came back from the 12-point deficit to beat the Wolves, who were just plummeting, you know, in this uh, for the playoff uh, setting up, getting set up, right. 107-105. This team, well, I'm not shocked by it because it's never really gotten a handle on how to win a few years there with Kevin no. Garnett. But geez. No. Bob, I got to tell you, honest to God, uh, you know, I had a couple of neighbors. Al Jefferson was one of my neighbors, a very, very nice guy. Yeah, nice. There's another kid, uh, Hugh, what the hell was Hugh's last name? Really nice guy. Played with the Timberwolves, too. So I've known a few of them. There's no question. Very, very nice. You know, I have a very close friend who, I think he played the Timberwolves for a while, but I just, I I just don't know. What have they been around now for like 32 years, something like that? How many years have they been around now? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, they've been it's, around forever. Put it that way. That's what it feels yeah. like. They've been losing forever. They have never come close to winning a championship. Not even close. No, all kind of. Not not eighty. Whoa, eighty nine is when they became an yeah. expansion. I was thinking that as well. So there you go. It's thirty four years ago, right? Yeah. 
and they've never even come close. It, it just, uh, what is raw? They they are given everything, beautiful stadiums, and then we rebuild the stadium, and then we support them. We do. Look, I was a huge Boston Celtics fan when Kevin McHale was there. Uh, you know, Larry Bird, Robert, uh, you down the list. They had magnificent players on that team. But I, I just have never seen the Timberwolves. They're, they've never been any good. Never. No. And, you know, well, one thing is the – a team that has confidence and knows how to win. Mikhail um, talked about they would go on like to close. If they were going on the road and they could close out a series. They didn't pack any clothes because they just knew they were going to win and they didn't yeah. have to spend the night. I yep. mean, that's the kind of team you need. Guys that know we're putting this thing away. Robert Parrish, baby, love them. The Chiefs. Now, <clears throat> did you watch any of the women's national title game? I did, yes. And, I, I mean, I wanted to see Caitlin Clark win from Iowa, but LSU wins 102-85. And LSU may have a uh, world-class member of their team when it comes to lack of sportsmanship. Oh, you are not kidding, Bob. <laughs> what this Jesus. Angel Reese did after the game. And then, okay, first of all, she walked by and waved her hand at Caitlin Clark and made like she was putting a championship ring on her finger. Yep, and she did some other things too. But did you see her comment after the game on uh, on Twitter? I didn't. I've know. never liked Sandy. <laughs> well, let me share it with you. These are okay. this is all Angela Reese on Twitter. I'm too hood. I'm too ghetto. I don't fit the narrative, and I'm okay with that. All caps. I'm okay with that. I'm from Baltimore, where you hoop outside and talk trash. If it was a boy, y'all wouldn't be saying none at all, and you win it all. Let's normalize women showing passion for the game instead of it being embarrassing. Passion is one thing. Lack of sportsmanship is another. How about just enjoy your national title? Yeah. No, I, don't, I, I saw that thing. Uh, the world is getting more and more like that every day. Uh, it's just it is. everybody is me, 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 me. It's all about me. Everything's about me. Jesus, yeah. you're disgusting. It's horrible. Now, tonight, San Diego State goes against UConn. This would be a – I mean – it would be an upset, maybe not on the level of Portland beating the Wolves, but it would be a big upset if San Diego State could knock off UConn. That UConn team has won every game by double digits, and they just coast. But Brian Dutcher is the coach at San Diego State. Yep, and yep. i got to make the correlation here. Mark Coyle, is, what was the line that uh, Jackie Gleason uses Ralph Cramden? You are a bum. Are a bum. This Loved guy it. is a bum. I mean, what he did to Lindsey Whalen and to hire a guy who was not yep. ready to take over a Big Ten team when, you know, do you know that uh, we talked about this Friday? Brian Dutcher was offered the job and he said, give me a couple of days, like the weekend, and Coyle would not give it to him. He moved on from him. Jesus. I mean, what well, are you Bob, thinking? Bob, I will tell you, I've said this before. I, I, have you ever met Coyle in person? I No, because I was done covering the Gophers on a regular basis when he took over. He was at a couple of house parties at a friend of mine's houses, and I never really talked to him. And the reason I didn't talk to him, he has the personality of a turd. He is a very unpleasant person. I don't know if he wants to be that way or whatever, but he just won't talk to anybody, won't look at anybody. You think he, maybe he's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? You think that's what it is? I don't know. I mean, they've had quite a little run on ADs. Norwood Teague, who was yeah. playing a little tickle and slap, and then this guy. Yeah, they got to get rid of him. He's terrible. I mean, you got Lindsey Whalen's the one he should have kept. I honestly thought, yeah. well, you know what? 
maybe now that the, you know after it's all over, maybe he'll fire Ben Johnson. And Dutcher actually, Dutcher has the Lou Holtz rule in his contract, that or right. Lou Holtz clause. He can get out of his contract for fifty grand if it's the, if the only team he can go to is the Gophers. Oh, really? Yeah. Except the people here just aren't. It's it's lunacy. He should have been hired, and then you tell him, "Hey, would you bring in?" And I don't think he would have had a problem. Bring in Ben Johnson as your top assistant or as an right. assistant. And groom him to replace you, because that mm-hmm. would have been the way to do it. But you know, they thought, "Hey, getting a local guy, this is going to be great." Except, he's not a great coach, and that's problematic. It is a big problem. Well, let me let me. I'll be Dutcher, Ryan Dutcher, in this situation. Go ahead. Let's see. I won a national championship. I'm assuming he's going to win. He might not. That's that's a hell of a challenge, actually. Hey, you made it to the final game. That's pretty darn good. Exactly. But I'm going to say he. I won the national championship, and where I live now, it never gets below 72 degrees. Yeah, I think I'll move to Minnesota. Well, see, that's the other thing. Why would you ever leave San Diego? <laughs> exactly. With the no weather? way. And this nope. Florida Atlantic guy, you know, he's got to be the next hot guy. Why would you leave Boca Raton? I know. Raton? Whatever it is. Mouth of the rat is what it means. Mouth of the rat, that's what it is. Boca. Sounds a lot better as Boca Raton. It does. It, instead of Raton rat's mouth. Raton. You're down there. What is it? It's Boca Raton. So it's kind of right between the two, actually. Okay. Not well, a big deal. Not a bad way. And the other what are the other teams other than UConn? You got the team from Miami. Who's got well Larry Nanga's not going anywhere. Because he's no. uh, he's like in his early seventies, so he's he's at his last stop. And and Connecticut got the Danny Hurley connection. His brother Bobby Hurley, his dad Bob Hurley, one of the right. great coaches in New Jersey prep history at St. Anthony's, which by the way, folded. I mean, great teams, but they did away with the school. Should have kept the basketball team. Uh, now, are you? I know you're excited for the Masters. Oh yeah, I, I love watching the Masters, no doubt. And have you ever been? Never been. I've, I've never been at the front gate. I did have a friend. Well, I won't say which one, but it was one of Jeff Passold's brothers. He was in Augusta, and he pulls into the driveway, and he goes up to the guard gate, and he goes, "Hey, I'm just going to run inside for a couple of seconds and uh, buy a T-shirt." And the guard at the gate says, uh, what's your member number? He goes, oh, I'm not a member. I'm just going to run in and buy a T-shirt, and I'll just, it'll take me five minutes. The guy goes, turn around right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, this is like when I first went to Lambeau Field, I thought it was this great tree-line drive up. It's like there yep. was, and probably still there's a Kmart, you know, right across the street. and just Right. Business section. With Augusta National, I'm thinking the same thing. It's just pastoral, nothing but trees and open rolling fields. No, across the street there's a strip mall. Well, there was yes, last sir. time I was there because I covered about a dozen of them. Oh, and, did you really? Oh, yeah. I wonder why they never did. Why don't they put some clothing that you could buy outside of the front gate? It's a good idea. So the riffraff can get. The riffraff, baby. All right, Sanny, we will talk to you again this week. Anything else going on we should know about? Well, Kristen Burt's coming up. Remember, you wanted me to give you the uh, the crossover chit-chat. Oh, that's right. Hey, wait a minute. I'll do this, and then you can do the crossover chit-chat with, with KB the second. 
Bradshaw and Bryant Personal Injury Lawyers Seeking Justice for the Injured. Bob Sansevier Sports, sponsored by Bradshaw and Bryant Personal Injury Lawyers. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Ladies and gentlemen, the crossover between the lovely Bob Sansevier and the even lovelier Kristen Burt. Well, I'm going to shorten it from Friday, but I am going to say the greatest that ever was, the greatest there will ever be for Hollywood reporters, Kristen Burt. Clap, clap, clap. Thank you so much, Bob. I'm like, my ego can't take it to start this week with that. Thank you. <laughs> my pleasure. All right, let's hear a little crosstalk before we cover Hollywood. Uh, Kristen, should I go see Dungeons and Dragons? Oh, not my genre at all. So I'm going to tell you no, but if you are a big D&D fan, of course. I'm not. I, I don't know anything about it. Yeah. I saw one scene that looked funny. So what yeah. do you, what is, other than John Wick 4, which I've seen twice, what is in theaters that I and others should go and see? I'm telling you this weekend, Air, the Nike story. Oh, yeah, with, uh, with Ben Affleck and uh, Matt Damon. Absolutely. It comes out on Wednesday. So if you can hang on until Wednesday, you're good. Yeah, I can fill the day until then, the next yeah. couple of days. Yeah, right, I, so I definitely think good. it's something. And and I'll just quickly, you know, I'll just drop this out there. If you're looking for something to watch from home, um, I spent my weekend watching Unstable with Rob Lowe. Binge the whole thing, eight episodes. It is fantastic. Watched the first episode. It was really good. It is quick-witted. It is, uh, I, I love the fact that it was developed not only by Rob Lowe, but also his son, uh, John Owen, who is a very successful writer in Hollywood. He's also appearing on screen, obviously, and they play father and son, loosely based on their own relationship, but really well done. It's really too bad that Rob Lowe's not I'll handsome. give it a go. Yeah, do it. All right, Sandy, we'll talk well, to you, you later. You betcha. Have a great week. All right, Bob Sansevier, ladies and gentlemen, Kristen Burt, KB2, on with us right now. Yeah, I've seen only one episode. We liked the first episode. I love the relationship he has with his son on the show, right? Oh, absolutely. And I think uh, you see it develop throughout the eight episodes. I won't give you any spoilers since I'm already waiting for season two at this point. But I think what's really great is the supporting characters. And this, to me, um, shows how well-developed the show is because the supporting characters are just as important as what Rob and John Owen are doing in the actual show itself. So it's it's one of those things that if the, if the scene shifts to one of the supporting characters, you're not like, oh, I'm just waiting for Rob Lowe to get back on screen. I don't want you to ruin the series for me. I will but... not. I'm going to... I'm going to wait until you finish all eight episodes. I know you don't binge watch the way I do. I just, like, sit, watch the whole thing. I'm done. <laughs> but I have a question for you. Sure. So what's the deal with Rob Lowe and wanting to be invisible? <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> what was, what's that all about? I, I, I'm assuming he keeps working on the invisibility cloak that he has in his office. The cloak of invisibility, I don't want to, like, Okay, don't tell me everything. anymore. I, I no, will say right. that, I, to me, honestly, I feel like it is a season two plot point, if that makes sense. Oh, oh excellent. See, I was hoping they would stay with the invisibility cloak. <laughs> yes. The cloak of invisibility. It doesn't get as much weight, maybe, as it does in that first episode. Something else right. does. Uh, so, again, without spoiling it, but I, I have a feeling that they have mapped out season two. It did well. It was in the top ten all weekend at Netflix, so hopefully it continues to stay there because... You cannot leave me hanging after that eighth episode. 
Right. No, I understand that completely. I understand it. Well, you, you already mentioned uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Uh, I only have one episode left of City on a Hill. Breaks my heart. Only three seasons. I love that show. Catherine loves it because Kevin Bacon is such a prick in that show. <laughs> it is unbelievable. He's such it? a good actor because he has such oh, a yeah. great reputation as the nicest, one of the nicest guys yes. in Hollywood. So it's fantastic yep. that he can flip that switch. Oh, the show is so good. Only one episode left to, that, to go with that one. Um, also started watching Yellow Jackets. I watched Is Yellow Jackets for me, do you think? Is it is it too young for me? Well, you can get into it. Okay. Why, why segment yourself because you feel like it's too young of a show for you? I don't know. They, some of the stuff they talk about is really stupid. <laughs> That's true. I mean, but it's it's fun. And I think what I love about Yellow Jackets is that season two is just as strong as season one. Again, another one of oh. those that's not having the sophomore slump. So do they now they went there they're I've only seen uh episode one, so well I wonder if I should tell people what happens in episode one. I don't want no, to. No, don't 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 no, I don't won't. spoil I won't. it for anyone You're who right. hasn't watched it. You're right. But things get kind of weird, it looks like. It looks like things are getting really weird starting in episode two. Yes, they do. Okay, and it can, that so. the weirdness continues through season two as well. So yeah. there's a lot of shocking twists and turns throughout the series. And listen, Christina Ricci is so good. Melanie Linsky is so good. Really right. great actresses in this that, that carry the show. I, it seems like I'll really, really like it, but I just, you know, they, they can be a pain in the ass. Everybody in the damn thing can be a pain in the ass. There's no doubt about that. Well, aren't we all pain in the asses? Come on. <laughs> mean in radio? Yes. Yes. All of it's us. It's absolutely true. All right. I have, a, Any... I have a bit of Yellowstone news for you. Oh, excellent. Love it. Yeah. So th- a lot of stuff went, happened over the weekend. So here in Los Angeles, we've had Paley Fest. If you're not familiar with it, it's kind of a TV festival. It's for the fans. Um, they have it at the Dolby Theater where they hold the Oscars. Tickets are expensive. But they what happens is they roll out some of the big actors from favorite shows like Mrs. Maisel had a panel. James Corden had a panel. Um, Yellowstone had a panel. And it's a big deal. And the press comes. They do a red carpet. Everything. So this weekend was the Yellowstone panel. And people were expecting Kevin Costner and Taylor Sheridan, and Cole Hauser, and Luke Grimes, like a a real A-list panel. Of course, 30 minutes before the red carpet begins, they hand out tip sheets. And if you don't know what a tip sheet is on the press line, it is um, every actor's like name and face, so you know who's going to arrive on the red carpet. Well, all of a sudden, Kevin Costner's on that, not on that tip sheet. Taylor Sheridan's not on that tip sheet. None of those people I just mentioned are on the tip sheet. Instead, it's only four people. It's Josh Lucas, Don um, Olivieri, Wendy Monez, and Mo Brings Plenty. That's it. And the audience, remember, has paid $100 and up for tickets to see an A-list panel. Not that these other actors aren't fabulous, but when you're expecting Kevin Costner, mm-hmm. you're expecting Kevin Costner. So the press was all a buzz of like, wait, what's happening here? And basically, um, one of the Paramount Plus executives got on stage and was just like, hey, there's scheduling conflicts and all of these actors couldn't show up. And we're talking about like eight or nine actors who didn't show up. Um, Season five is currently not filming. So how did all of a sudden nine actors suddenly have scheduling conflicts when this is on schedule for months and months? Hmm, I, that makes thickens, me sad. Really. 
Um, they did say that Kevin is still in negotiations. Um, they're really struggling because he's directing and starring in a Western in Utah. I think we had talked about it a few weeks ago, probably uh, over a month ago now, called Horizons. Um, they have no schedule for when season five will ever be filmed. So it could be a year from now. It could be six months from now. We don't know. But it looks like they are moving forward with the spinoff from Yellowstone starring Matthew McConaughey. There you have it. I'm telling you, I, I streaming is heaven for me. It just fits my personality perfectly because you can watch whatever you want to watch, when you want to watch it, and how many you want to watch. I love that. Yeah, and Paramount Plus has really become, besides yep. you know the, the home of Taylor Sheridan, they are really um, investing in quality television. There's a show that's premiering this week. I cannot wait. For those of you who are Grease fans, the Rise of the Pink Ladies, if you're into musicals, that is coming this week. It's kind of a prequel to Grease. And I, I have to watch my screener copy tonight, but I, everyone I know who has watched it just said it's really fun. It's not, it's well done. It's well executed, well written. So I'm looking forward to that as well. Magnificent report as always. That's all you ever do is deliver. I try. Try and give you something good every day. <laughs> I try. All right, young lady, we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, sounds good. Thanks a lot, Kristen Burt. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll take a very quick break here. Be right back in a couple minutes. The news continues. Our very special guest at the top of the hour, 8 o'clock special guest, Rudy Pavich, talking about Disney World. It's all coming up next. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabanco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. What can Hubbard Interactive do for your business? Let's take a listen and find out what they did for one local company, Steve the Window Guy. I'm Sally, and I'm a digital brand strategist here at Hubbard Interactive. We met with Melissa from Steve the Window Guy, and she was looking for help with their video advertising strategy. So we helped build a comprehensive plan for streaming TV and YouTube ads. And Melissa, tell us how it's been getting your message out with help from Hubbard Interactive. I've been working with them for five years, and what I've learned is that they have both the experience and the depth inside their team to help me solve any creative marketing challenge that I've got. So over the years, I've moved from radio ads to streaming TV to YouTube ads, and now we're moving towards SEO. And I'm loving the results that I'm seeing. Is there anything else you want business owners out there to know about Hubbard Interactive? I am so grateful for the entire team at Hubbard Interactive for effortlessly understanding our business and our marketing vision, and then always delivering only the best results. To find out how our experts can help your business grow, get in touch today at HubbardInteractive.com. Tom Bernard here. You might not know this about me and about my family, but we're kind of Nissan strong. I say that because I own a Nissan Altima from Walzer Nissan. I love it. My son Andy owns a Nissan Rogue Sport from Walzer Nissan. And my daughter-in-law, Melissa, yup, you guessed it, drives the Nissan Kicks. And Cart's grandson, Ethan, safely around town, also purchased at Walzer Nissan. You want to know who else is Nissan strong in the Twin Cities? Walzer Nissan and their trifecta of stores. Down south, GM Dan Resch at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville. West of the Metro, just off Highway 12 and Wyzetta Boulevard, is Casey Novotny's Walzer Nissan Wyzetta. And in Coon Rapids, north side of Highway 10 and Round Lake Boulevard, Jay Buck runs the show at this Nissan store. Nissan strong and loyal like me and my family, even if you're just 
Nissan curious, go to Walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. Walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. I'm due for an oil change. Maybe I'll see you there.